All right, most of the time, life feels like a race, right? We feel pushed to success, achieving our goals, and reaching the destination as soon as possible. But what if I told you that the magic lies not in the destination, but in the journey itself? That many times it's the detours, the unexpected paths, and the scenic routes that really give our lives meaning. And this podcast will challenge the idea that success is a straight line. We will embrace the twists and turns that shape our lives. And together, we will discover the courage that it takes to follow our hearts, dare to dream, and learn how to define our own success. I'm Lexi McGee, and this is The Scenic Route. What is up? I'm excited to talk today about how to combat burnout. So the last couple weeks we talked about noticing signs and symptoms of burnout and also what leads us into burnout in the first place. What are the contributing factors? And today I want to talk about how to combat burnout. Um, And these are also things that you could use to prevent burnout in the future. If you see signs and symptoms popping up, you can fine tune or if you just want to prevent things and you you've started to learn yourself well enough to know these are the things I need to watch out for I need to make sure I'm doing one two three to make sure that I can combat burnout in my life so if you've listened to my my first episode talking about my story I have been through burnout a couple times and when I say burnout I'm talking chronic stress that just does not give does not stop that I was so deep in burnout that I was having panic attacks I was having dealing with anxiety these were not the norm for me I was having physical emotional side effects and it was affecting all areas of my life my personal life my work life Every area was affected and I had to dig deep. I had to learn some of these things that we're going to talk about today have become new habits for me that now it just feels easy. But in the beginning, oh my Lord, it was so hard to start building these systems into my life so that I could prevent myself from going into burnout again. And when I see little signs pop up, I back up and go back to the basics on how to keep myself from going into burnout. I actually am getting ready to release a course that is diving deep into details on the things that we're going to talk about today, but I wanted to just kind of give a brief overview that I think will be super helpful. So number one is recognizing the signs and the symptoms of burnout. You can go back and listen to, I think it's episode two, talking about the signs and the symptoms, but if we don't see those signs and we don't start to learn those, we can get into burnout time and time again. But some of those, just to kind of review, are chronic fatigue, reduced productivity, increased negativity in your life. You just cannot find the positive in anything. 
you've got physical, this is a big one, physical and emotional exhaustion. You are exhausted beyond belief. And nothing, no um, nap, no vacation, nothing can help you feel rested and recharged. You have to make some pretty serious lifestyle changes in your life to really have a lasting change. So number one is, it's always the first thing, right? Recognizing that there's a problem. <laughs> so number one, recognizing the signs. Number two, make time to do the things that you love. And I know this sounds cheesy, but engaging in activities that help you unwind and recharge whether that's going on a walk outside in nature, um, maybe it's meditating or journaling, reading a book, pursuing one of your hobbies that you love. Maybe you love to play tennis. Maybe you love to play pickleball, the new hot thing. Um, you know, just having coffee with your friends. Whatever it is that you really enjoy, make sure that you have time or you're making time to do the things you love. Number three, set boundaries in your life. And for someone who is a people pleaser like me, learning to set boundaries has been a journey. I am so much better at it now than I was when I first started this journey, but whew, I'm still practicing. I'm still learning. I'm still catching myself not setting the boundaries or being clear about my boundaries and having to go back and restep. So establishing clear boundaries between work and personal life, avoiding excessive work hours or taking your home, your work home with you. We need to learn to say no to the things that are not the most important so that we can say yes to the most important things. And I could go so deep into this. I won't because I have in my course and it's really great, but there is so much to setting boundaries, being clear about your boundaries and holding those boundaries firm in your life that will make such a difference in combating burnout. Number four, prioritize self-care. So pay attention to your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, engaging in regular exercise, eating a healthy diet, getting enough sleep, practicing stress management techniques like deep breathing, exercise, journaling, all of these things, your self-care is so important. And I know sometimes we just get so used to hearing, ah, oh, practice self-care. It just feels light, but it's not. It's a big deal. You have to be engaging in things that allow you and for your personality and your preferences to recharge, to rest. And whatever that looks like for you, you need that in your life. And if you're not getting that, you will start declining. And even things that are simple changes like adding exercise to your life, adding a balanced, healthy diet, getting enough sleep. Holy moly, I am a person that I need my eight to nine hours of sleep. If I go like if I go for more than three to four nights of getting less than my ideal sleep, like I can run on seven hours for a little bit, but if I have to run on 
six or less, I can only do that for a few days before it starts really affecting my mental health and my physical health. It's crazy how just sleep makes such a difference. So prioritizing your self-care is a huge way to combat burnout. So we had number one was recognizing the signs. Number two, making time to do the things that you love. Number three, setting boundaries. Four, prioritizing your self-care. Number five, seek support. So if you're going through a burnout, you cannot do that alone. You can reach out. You don't have to do it alone. It makes it so much easier, just like anything else. If you've got friends, family, colleagues, maybe even your boss at work, reaching out and just talking about your feelings, what you're experiencing, sometimes just the simple fact of sharing how you're feeling, what you're dealing with, your concerns, sometimes that can start the cycle of providing relief in your life. If you need to take it a step further, don't feel bad about just reaching out for professional help. If you need um, a therapist or a counselor, someone that can really walk you through combating this burnout in your life. I've done that before in my past and it was greatly helpful, okay? You can also find a mentor. If you've got someone that you really look up to, maybe it's in the business world, maybe it's a personal friend, um, somebody that you look up to, a mentor or even a coach that can help hold you accountable and help you walk through these issues of combating burnout in your life. Sometimes doing it on your own is just, it feels too hard and looking for support and help can make a huge difference. Okay, the next one, number six, is managing your workload. So assessing your priorities, your responsibilities. What are the things that I have to get done? What are my non-negotiables? And what are things that I could maybe set on the back burner, at least during this busy season, or at least for a time? You might consider talking to your supervisor or your manager at work. If you are consistently overwhelmed, you're not able to function and do your job to your best ability. So they may be able to help lighten your load or help adjust your schedule, something so that you can feel more balanced and be able to do a better job all around. Discussing your workload distribution, um, maybe there's strategies to help optimize your productivity. If it's possible, maybe even you could delegate your tasks to somebody else. Maybe you could have another colleague help lighten your workload. There's all kinds of ways to just really manage your workout workload. Uh, but again, reaching out and collaborating team, working with your team, whoever that is, if that's your family, if that's your work people, then work together with them to see if you can reduce the stress so that you can start feeling a little bit better, you can have some relief, and that will enhance your productivity. Okay, so number seven, oof, this is a big one for me, time management. So practicing, uh, it's so hard for me. I am like the worst at time management and I am constantly working on it. The more I work on it, the better I get, but it's a process. So practicing time management, enhancing your efficiency by 
organizing your tasks, setting realistic goals, breaking them down into manageable steps. And one thing that I've really been doing in my life is finding the time of day that I am at my highest level. I have the most energy, I am the most creative, and what time of day is that for you? So for me, it's around 7 to 11 a.m. So I like to wake up early, get my to-do list done in the morning, and then in the afternoons when I start getting a little bit more tired, I lose some of my energy, that's when I do some of my other projects or some of my other chores that I don't, you know, that are important, but not necessarily where I have to be at my 100% highest creativity, highest um, focus, that's going to be in the morning for me. So again, I go into much more detail in that in my course, but it is really important to start practicing time management and getting organized with how you set up your life and how you set up your day. Number eight, Whew, this one's hard too, all right? Disconnect from technology. So limiting your exposure to whatever, your phone, your TV, anything that is technology that pulls you away from your daily life. So if you take some time every day to just be technology free, like have a time of day where you just are not on your phone, you're not on your computer, you're not in front of a TV, you are not connected to something, that is going to help you so much. That has made such a difference for me. One thing that I've started doing is at the end of the day when I'm done working, I have a basket in my kitchen and I throw my phone in there. That way, like while I'm making dinner, while I'm hanging out with my husband for the evening, I'm not connected to my phone. I'm not getting, I'm not checking it every few minutes to see if I got an update or if I got a text or it's on silent and it's in that basket. So I am, I am free from the connection of technology and it, that in itself is so freeing. I cannot tell you. Um, and even I've started taking, um, setting up my phone, if I'm going to scroll on social media. I'm going to get on Instagram because I, I do enjoy social media. I do enjoy being on Instagram. So what I've started doing is setting a timer on my phone for however long works for you. But for me, I'll set it for like 15 minutes because for me, before I know it, it's been an hour and I'm like, oh my God, I just wasted a whole freaking hour scrolling on Instagram. So I set my timer for 15 minutes and that way when the timer goes off, I'm like, mm, okay, I'm done. Close my phone. I'm done. And I've had that time to just kind of mindlessly scroll, check out what my friends are doing, update myself on whatever I want to update myself, and I'm good to go. So being connected is, being connected to technology is can be really awesome, but it can also be really detrimental for us if we are constantly connected to something. Okay, so we had number one, recognize the signs. Number two, take time to do the things that you love. Number three, set boundaries in your life. Number four, prioritize self-care. Number five, seek support. Reach out to your friends, 
family members, colleagues, a professional, whatever it is that you need to do. Number six, manage your workload. Check out your priorities, your responsibilities, see what you can adjust. Number seven, practicing time management. Number eight, disconnecting from technology when you can. And the last one today, explore new interests. So engaging in activities that are outside of work, outside of your comfort zone even, this can be so fulfilling because it gives you a sense of purpose. It gives you a sense of rejuvenation when you're pursuing hobbies or learning new skills or volunteering for a cause that resonates with you. Something that you are doing that's new and fresh and and challenges you, challenges your brain, challenges your body, whatever it is, exploring new interests, new ideas, that can be so refreshing for you. So remember, combating burnout is a personal journey. Everybody is different. What works for you may not work for me and vice versa. So it is essential to listen to your body, listen to your needs, Find strategies that help you restore that balance, restore that harmony and the well-being in your life. And once you find those, take note because you are going to have to go back to those again and again. And sometimes we just need a reminder. It's helpful to have that written down somewhere so that when you start noticing the signs and symptoms again, you can go back and say, oh yeah. Last time I changed this in my life and it made a huge difference. You can get out of burnout. You can stay out of burnout in your life. You can live a harmonious, happy life where you're loving your career, you're loving your job, you're thriving at home and just feeling all around the best that you can be. You can have that life. It just takes a lot of work digging in, but you got this. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining in. And I would love it if you would leave me a review. Also, if you want more information on my courses, my personalized coaching, I'd love to chat with you. Check out my website, www.lexymcgee.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Lexi McGee. I'm so excited to meet you and I can't wait to get to know you more. 